If you're going to build something from nothing, you've got to know what really works. I took a $1,000 loan and built a $5 billion business, and now I make smart investments in new businesses on Shark Tank. This is Barbara Corcoran, and you're listening to Business Unusual. Today on Business Unusual, I'll answer your questions about business, motivation, life, or anything else on your mind. But first, how to choose a mentor. It's smart to find yourself a mentor because the right mentor can really help you succeed in life. I got lucky. My mom was my earliest and best mentor. She had 10 kids announced with each new child the day they came home from the hospital exactly what their gift was. And then she reinforced it in each child for the rest of their lives. She predicted my brother Tom would be a great dancer and he turned out to be exactly that. She said my talent was my wonderful imagination and I also proved her right. Today, I'm a mentor to dozens of young entrepreneurs, most of whom I've met and invested in on Shark Tank. But not everyone finds a mentor on Shark Tank. So how do you find the right person to become a good mentor for you? Here's what I suggest. First off, you need to choose someone you want to be like, not just someone you like. There's a big difference. The coolest and richest guy in the room rarely makes a good mentor. The best mentor is someone who is honest, someone honest enough to tell you what they really think. Compliments never propel someone to greatness, but valid criticism will. You want an advisor who has experienced failure. That's a humbling event and teaches great empathy. You need someone who knows how it feels to struggle, someone who can identify with you as you build your business and who knows how to get back up. Every one of my best successes came on the heels of failure, and I try to teach that as a mentor to my young entrepreneurs, and I can tell you that's the single best thing I can teach them. Good mentors are never looking for money. They typically have that already. But if you offer them help with something they don't already have and you can provide them with, they're far more likely to say yes to being your mentor. Offer them something you're good at, like social media help or organizational help or whatever could benefit them. Offer it in exchange for their future advice. When you ask for their mentorship, temper your enthusiasm. I've been on the other side of many please be my mentor pitches, and I can tell you if you're overly enthusiastic, it comes across like a premature marriage proposal on a first date. You'll simply scare somebody away. It takes time to build any trusting two-way relationship that benefits each of you over time. So you're smart to start with small, concrete asks for advice at their convenience and make sure you deliver on what you promise consistently. That's exactly what builds the trust. Having a good advisor is invaluable. They can open doors you possibly can't. They can provide sage advice in tough times, cheer you through the tough times, and just having someone solidly in your corner allows you to accomplish a lot more with more confidence. This is Business Unusual with Barbara Corcoran. And now it's time to answer your questions on Business Unusual. Jan from Texas asks, I have all the important traits to be an entrepreneur, but I'm just uncertain as to what to build. This is a problem a lot of people have, Jan, and it's frustrating because you feel like you're at the gate, you're ready to go, but you don't have a product in your hand. I would say sit down and give some thought to what you're doing for a living now and what's a problem that perhaps you could think of a solution for. The reason I like you to start there is because most great business ideas aren't that sexy, 
but they solve a problem. And if you're spending 40 hours a week working in a certain industry, surely there's something there that can be done better. That's often the best seedling of an idea. Madison from Birmingham, Alabama asks, Now that you're successful, are you still a risk taker or not so much anymore? I'm already 50 and dreaming about starting my own business. The difference between you and me, Madison, I could tell you is I've already been there and done it. I started my business when I was 23 and built it into a powerhouse, sold it, and got a lot of cash. What gets in the way of me taking big risks today is fear of losing my cash. But if you're 50 and thinking of starting a business, I can tell you, get out there and do it. I meet more older people today that say they wish they shoulda, coulda, and nothing sadder than someone with a life filled with regrets. So if you're a little afraid of taking risks, don't spend all your money on the business. Put a chunk of it aside that you're actually comfortable with or semi-comfortable with and get out there and get the business going. You don't want to miss this show. It's one of the best shows in town. And that's all the questions we have time for today. If you have a question, tweet it at Barbara Corcoran, and I may just answer it on a future episode. You've been listening to Business Unusual with me, Barbara Corcoran. Come back next week to hear more steps and missteps I took on the path to success on Business Unusual. Business Unusual is part of the iHeartRadio Podcast Network. Be sure to follow Business Unusual on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.